Fucking Otis, fucking Redding. Otis Redding doing the. Uh, is that Percy Sledge? Is it the original? Benny King. Benny King. Fuck, how do I know them? Percy Sledge is with a man. Where a man. Fuck yeah, he is. Jesus. Who, the, the one that uh, Michael Bolton forgot to thank when he collected the, the Grammy. <laughs> and everybody's just like, you fuck. Wait, well, hold on a goddamn second. <laughs> like he th- I think uh, Kurt Loder said he proceeded to thank everyone in the building, including the janitor, <laughs> and, not, and didn't thank. Percy Sledge. <laughs> I tell you that there's nothing quite like it when Michael Bolton sings "When a Man Loves a Woman." It's for my money, it's for uh, my money. I celebrate his entire catalog. <laughs> I even get the uh, the softball tapes. <laughs> so you've been missing a lot of work lately. <laughs> oh, I have. <laughs> I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's just a straight shooter with upper management potential at dollar. <laughs> WPFR 10 to the hour. Had a pretty good weekend. I uh, didn't do anything really. There you go. I won 12 bucks on DraftKings for hey, the fights. There you go. Which made up for the week before where Ronda Rousey fucked me. I thought it'd be a lot better when Ronda Rousey fucked me. Yeah. Turns out I just lost money whenever she fucked me. I think it's what it'd be like in real life. I don't know. You'd have a broken pelvis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know she got a hard pelvis. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, She torques them arm bars on that pelvis. She'd do the snoo snoo. It'd be... Look like Zap Brannigan. (laughs) Fry. (laughs) (laughs) Like if... Uh, Mountaineers whipped up on the lowly Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah. More like Gayhawks, am I right, hey, folks? Hey, ah, hey. Yeah, a zingy zing, a zigga zig ah. Is that a Spice Girls yes. reference? <laughs> <laughs> that is the first Spice Girls reference in either So show. tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want to, I want to, I want a zigga zig ah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Nobody does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're currently watching the uh, Mountaineer basketball game as we record this, and Bob Huggins is none too pleased. Well, he shouldn't be. They're losing the lead, as they always yeah, do. Yeah, we had a 15-point lead, and it's down to eight now. Huggy and, Bear is red-faced and sweating. Well, what he does is at halftime, he screams at them and brings their mothers in at gunpoint <laughs> and says, if you don't do better, bad things are going to happen. <laughs> Thanksgiving will not be great. I can promise you that. And then they go out and they... Bl- Pull ahead by 30 points. And, yeah. And then they can put in the white kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. What else happened since last we met? Um, uh, Trump is advocating, um, uh, what's that, surveillance on all mosques and all, yeah. all Muslims in the United States of America. First of all, we're all being surveyed anyway. Yeah. Or surveilled. What, surveilled? Yeah, but you can't surveil a, a place of worship. Oh, that's a place of worship. You're doing that anyway. That you know, that's, that was the original CIA was uh, the confessionals. Really? Yeah. The uh, priests were on the take, son. Were they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Well, I, I just I don't. Yeah, you know, and, and I you know have been in a Facebook battle with, and these are friends, so I'm not going to battle. <laughs> Facebook battle 2015. <laughs> The bigger than average mafia. <laughs> We're coming for you, fuck faces. <laughs> no, but um, the parallels that are that can be drawn and should be drawn between Hitler and Trump are they're, they're it's pretty scary. Yeah, he does the big rah rah things just like Hitler did. Yeah, his uh, rallies are growing violent. Um, it's just like you know, and I said the beer hall push and the pushes and stuff like that. They, it, it's getting really like that where we're gonna have you know when one of the brown shirts gonna show up and start beating the shit out of people and smashing windows. The one thing stuff. you can say about those Nazis, they were sharply dressed. They were indeed. <laughs> they knew they were evil. They put yeah, they can, put skull epaulets on. Anytime I see somebody that's like really well dressed, I'm like that guy 
probably one day will be a tyrannical dictator. Or, or <laughs> but that's Trump. I mean, you know, with all that money, you'd think he'd do something about that hair, <laughs> and you'd think he'd, you know, he's just, dude. It is very scary what he's what he's doing, and 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 how he's playing on the stupid people and the rabble to get him in office. And he never says you know? anything. Like I have a, I shared something earlier on the social media networks. Somebody asked him a question. And it's just a roundabout fucking meander through nothing. It was a frolic through fields of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's going to be awesome. It was... Uh, hey, look at that hat! It was um, what I would call masterful. And it was Muhammad Ali-like. And It was a deflection. Like, Yeah, it was fucking John McEnroe. I thought I shared it. All the know. arrogance and shittiness included. Oh, maybe it's on the pillow fort. We'll get in here. Look at that right now. Oh yeah. The question was, how will you bring back the American dream? Look, we can, we can bring the American dream back. That I will tell you. We're bringing it back. Okay. I understand what you're saying. And I get that from so many people. Is the American dream dead? They're asking me that question. Is the American dream dead? And the American <laughs> dream is in trouble. That I can tell you. Okay. It's in trouble, but we're going to get it back and do some real jobs. How about the man with that beautiful red hat? Stand up. Stand up. What a hat. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> there was no semblance of an answer. No. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> Billy Madison. Um, no, but they... It is really um, has gotten so bad with with this Trump thing that, uh, you know, lines, I, I think that... I think this is going to really... It's going to create a civil war. Maybe not that... Maybe not even breaks into violence. But there were, there will be an ideological, ideological break between two groups of people in the country. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the people who are, um, I think holding closer to the, to the uh, idea of America that was, I think, advanced even dur- especially during the sixties with the, with the rise of civil rights and all that stuff and everybody trying to get together and everybody trying to move the country forward, you know, like with the Kennedys and, you know, and to a lesser extent, LBJ. And all them, you know, trying to equalize everybody, trying to make this country a better place for everybody. And then there's going to be the people who are the let's take America back people when the end of that slogan is let's take America back for the white people is what they're not saying. And that's exactly what they want. Yeah. They want a return to 50s values where the blacks need to go be bellhops and maids and stuff like that. The brown people are. Keep your head down, boy. Are an oddity at best. Um the um uh, the gays need to go back in the closet they uh, they want that to come back they really want that to come back and trump is spearheading that he's he's he is doing he has now worked all these people into that froth and now he's doing it he's really doing it he's winning in the polls and that's the scariest part about it is that he's winning and if they elect him i'm not living here anymore i i'm i'm legitimately going to apply for canadian citizenship and get the fuck out of here because this is not this is not the America. That All the I, people that say if Bernie wins, they're going to go to Canada. Good, have, have fun. Yeah, because you know what you're going to get in Canada. Just the same. Real absolute socialism. Absolutely. Uh, I read an article on Vice, our uh, sister station, Vice. <laughs> um, they uh, we could wish they interviewed some uh, Latinos, like in like committees and stuff. Mm-hmm. That said, if the the uh, Republicans don't tone down their anti-immigration stuff they're going to lose and they're going to lose soundly yeah because the latinas are the second biggest vote in america it's not going to be long until they're the majority of the country yeah well and the latinos are wait we'll have authentic mexican food not this americanized bullshit yeah no but the latinos are a group that are thoroughly americanized in the fact that they have gone they have split like every ethnic group does into two two camps you got the law-abiding camp, and then you've got the criminal camp. Everybody does that. Yeah, we everybody do. does that. We got the whiteies that are bad and the whiteies that are good. Well, not I mean, even not even bad. Like you can go to jail forever for um, having six grams of marijuana. You can go to jail for a few years. Yeah. And white, black, Cuban, Asian, purple, green. Well, it's just like let's you know. Of course, as I've read the most about it. You know, let's take the Irish, for example. Uh, you had, even in one family, you had Whitey Bulger and his brother. And his brother was a, was a city councilman and a, you know, and then Whitey Bulger was a criminal. You know, that's the way. He was a great criminal, though. 
dude. He was a fucking <laughs> lunatic. Brutal. God. I mean, when, you, when you're a lone wolf Irish gangster and the fucking Italians <laughs> are scared of you, terrified of you, actually, that you're calling the fucking shots and they don't, they don't say anything, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay, Whitey. Well, we can't do anything in that neighborhood. <laughs> Let's go down the street, you know, but, um, there's that, but, you know, that's what every ethnic group does. They, they split it and the Italians did that too. There were Italian cops and there were, of course, the mafia and all that stuff. And that's what they do. And the group that is on the right side of the law, um, you know, Hispanics make up large percentages of cops and, um, and soldiers and things oh, like that. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of soldiers, you know, they are people who believe in the American dream and the fact that, um, you know, I, I shouldn't be surprised that history repeated itself because as John Oliver said, you know, you know, yeah. that brilliant quote we were talking about before we came on the air. There's only been one invasion of immigrants in this country that really was as bad as they thought it was. And we're getting ready to sit down and celebrate that this Thursday. Yeah. So, you know, it's. Here's the original quote. Let's be honest here. Every generation has had its own ugly reaction to refugees. Whether they are the Irish, the Vietnamese, the Cubans, or the Haitians, and those fears have been uh, broadly unfounded. In fact, there was only one time in American history that the fears of refugees wiping everyone out did actually come true, and we'll all be sitting around celebrating around a table on Thursday. That was a mixture of Irish, Italian, uh, yeah, it was, British. That was brutal. Yeah, Jerry West. Hey, look. I'm not good at uh, they, they I'm not good at accents. Nah. Probably my best ones like the old Jewish guy. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's a good one. You do a good Trump. No, I do it. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's the most luxurious accent. I do a good uh, De Niro face. <laughs> you do. You I'm do. Bad. I'm bad. <laughs> you do a good Pesci. You motherfucker. <laughs> Who's that big tough guy calling my friend a faggot, huh? <laughs> uh, my Bernie's pretty good. Yeah, your Bernie is good. The top 10% of the 1% of the 2% of the 1% of the 3%. He's awesome. I millionaires and billionaires. Millionaires Bernie. and billionaires. Heck, you do not love that guy. He said, uh, one half of Teen Mitzvah. <laughs> He's MC Mitzvah. Remember that rap song? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's the other half of Teen Mitzvah? Oh, oh, Lewis Black. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, see, because I can imagine Lewis Black in a debate, and he would hold it together until about halfway through, and he gets so pissed off the Republican candidates, he basically he just for the next forty minutes tell the guy go fuck himself every time they go fuck yourself. What are you out of your mind? He starts pointing his fingers, <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill Burr's the moderator. That's the ideal. See, we're up by twenty one now. Just two five minutes ago, we were talking about only being up by eight. Yeah, they're fifty seconds left. They're still going to get a legendary huggy tongue lash. Oh, good god! It won't be good. He's never, never, he's never happy. I love his post, his um, halftime interviews. There was like, what do you think you could do uh, in the second half to make things better? Score more points. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's like, uh, if somebody would make a shot, it'd be nice. He's such an asshole, dude. (laughs) And the guy doing it loves it. Yeah. The guy that interviews me, especially for Root Sports, because uh, they <laughs> they do like ten or fifteen games a year, and they're they're just excited to be there for the first yeah. ten or fifteen games. Devin Williams got himself an afro this season. I'm very excited. Um, fuck. Uh, what's his name? Trump was talking about how Muslims will have to carry an ID, just like see, just like the patch. Yeah, and I said, why don't you just go ahead and tattoo a number on him? And uh, a soldier tweeted him with a picture of his his uh military id and says, said i'm a muslim american uh, and i have my uh id where's yours it's yeah military ID. yeah there are muslim you know there's there's muslim americans that serve in the armed forces there's indians that are sheiks sikhs you know the, yeah, with the turbans and they're they have to wear their turban and have their beard it's part of their religion you know what they're brave they fight for this country mm-hmm. they have fought and earned a place for the of, of of america for their family and their people and you know what if you think they don't belong here go fuck yourself especially yeah. you know, if you're going to sit down and c- celebrate on thursday if you think that your people and i'm talking about usually white people who are in the the group of people who are so against immigrants coming here if you think you deserve to be here you fucking don't My phone's ringing, but it's not really. Okay. Let's turn that down. Oh, it's not coming from the phone. 
It's coming from outside the phone. All right, I'm going to turn that on. And there we go. Little technical difficulties there. <laughs> I thought he was gonna. Yeah, I thought it was a bit you were setting up. <laughs> I'm too dumb to do bits now. <laughs> I've got one in mind that I'm going to try it, but uh, I need to sit down and write out questions. PFR. No, it'll be for this. So okay. I'll just do it by myself. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? What do you think about? That's something I, you know, I, and I've noticed I've never, I never asked that. No, you know, and that's a terrible fucking thing. We're 10 <laughs> shows in. I never ask your opinion. This is the 10th one. Yeah. Yay! 10 shows in. What's he got? What do I, what do I think of, uh, what do you think of Trump and his, just his <laughs> scary? We barred the PFR audience. <laughs> uh, Fucking, he's a cunt. He's he's crazy. I don't. I still don't actually believe him that he's running for president. <laughs> Just like I don't believe that Mike Huckabee is running for president. You know what do you mean? I think Mike Huckabee's running to be the speaker on like the conservative Christian tour to be a paid speaker, like Hillary Clinton does, two million dollars a pop. All right. I think that's what he's running for. I think. Trump's doing this because he's bored and he can. I yeah. really, I really believe that. Yeah. And now he's, I think he'll drop out as soon as it gets tough on him. As soon as they actually ask him to answer questions, I think he's done. Well, uh, one can hope. Whenever it narrows down, uh, from 47 Republican candidates to two. Yeah. Or three, and he actually has to take up time and say things. I think he'll be fucked. He doesn't take anything with grace. He doesn't, you know, Obama, they say terrible things about him. And you know what he does? Shrugs his shoulders and be like, oh, okay. What are you going to do? I-, I love that. He said him. maybe we should, uh, maybe we should make, uh, make, uh, intolerant idiots or something like that wear ID badges. Obama said that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Good on him. It was something to that effect. Yeah. It was either ID badges or register or something like that. See, and that's the thing. I mean, we are surrounded by a bunch of these people who are, I don't know if they're, it's not the fact that they're dumb. I don't think they're dumb. I think that they're gullible. They're gullible and they, they think because he has hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. He's smart. That he's smart and he's not. No, he was born with hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank. Exactly. So he, he did make more, but he's also failed a shitload. Exactly. And they think, they seem to think, you know, it's that old mindset. Why are people easily led? Because it's, because people in a mass are dumber. Mm-hmm. And, and they go along with, you know, it's like Nazi Germany. Pitchforks, okay. torches. Exactly. Nazi Germany. Fire bad. That, if, if the people had looked at Hitler, and doubted it for a second, you know, and been like, Jesus, fuck, we can't do this. He'd have been finished. It takes a complicit populace to, to raise a demagogue and to create genocide. And we have a complicit populace and we have a guy who's willing to do it. We have like a probably 45% complicit populace. Yes. Yeah. And if you speak out against it, you're a socialist, uh, bleeding heart liberal, bleeding heart liberal. But I got news. I mean, anybody with any sense knows. We already live in a pretty socialist country. We do. And the things that are socialist work best. The thing where you call 911 and the cops show up if something happens, that's socialism. Yeah. If your house is on fire and you call the fire department, they show up, that's socialism. socialism yeah. That road you drive on to get to the grocery store, that's socialism. It's a collective. Yeah. Everybody pays into it. That's social. The, the school that you went to for free. That was socialism. Well, and I, I, you know, I got into an, uh, to, to one of these people who supports the, the Ayn Rand laissez faire capitalism. And we were talking about the coal mines and he defended, he's, he's from Ohio. He defended the, he, uh, he defended camps. the camps. He, de- he said, well, uh, how are the people? I bet it was a better system than what they had before. I was like, let's ask my grandmother who was alive during the time you fuck. My mother lived in a coal camp. Yeah. I was just like, and you think they actually, you know, I was like, that is the product of laissez faire capitalism. That is the product of a, of a small group of people manipulating an uninformed and, uh, willfully ignorant populace into something and by the time they're done that's all you think you can do and all you're worth and they took all the billions of dollars that they made off of us and left exactly just like they're doing right now exactly and they're trying to take away benefits from people that that earn them and then people defend them the people who work there defend them and 
that is so abhorrent to me, the fact that there is no man so hopefully enslaved that he thinks he's free. And they're not free. They've been sold a bill of goods, and they buy it every fucking time. And if you don't buy it, then you're against them. I was like, no, I don't buy it. I like you. We've known each other our whole lives. I respect you. I respect you for working hard and all that stuff. I don't buy it. And what they and the bitter irony is, I don't buy it for you. Is the fact yeah, that I, you that deserve I, better? Exactly. I think you deserve to be paid more. I just, I think you deserve to come home and see your family. I think that you should be safe when you go in that mine. You shouldn't have I to think work that, sixty hours. Yeah, a week. you shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to have our air and our water and everything polluted and have all that stuff. I think that the coal mines can sacrifice the hundreds of millions of dollars they make to make it safe and make it and make it better for the people who work there. That's all we, that's all we want. We don't want coal to go away. We just understand the fact that the coal companies have made enough money that they can wait us out. They can sit on their money and, and wait us out and they do it every fucking time. I'm going through it right now. Yeah. Um, growing up, my, uh, my dad probably slept three and a half hours a day because he still wanted to be there for, for us. Like there was not a day that went by if it was nice outside that me and him weren't outside throwing the ball around and shooting the shit. And that's awesome. He taught me how to play dirty basketball on three hours of sleep. He taught me how to play uh, football on three hours of sleep. Every day he was there. He was there for us, and he still worked sixty hours a week. He never missed a game. He w- he was a coach, mm-hmm. so he was coaching other people's kids in baseball. Never missed a game. Never missed a practice. Was always fucking happy as that's shit. That's heroic. To be that's absolutely heroic. Yeah, and he shouldn't have had to do that. He shouldn't have had to work sixty hours a week. Forty should have been enough. You know, yeah, and he, but he was more. He would have worked eighty. He'd have worked hundred. Worked on his birthday. Of course, he was working union, so you get double time on your birthday. Yeah, he go in on Christmas double time. All those dirty unions, yeah, protecting their workers like they do. How, them how, nice. how dare they do that? Everything over seven and a quarter hours was overtime. No forty at no forty and over. Everything See, over seven and hours and fifteen minutes was uh, time and a half. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I hate to launch into something because it is a valid point, but I, I don't, I don't want to steer it away from what you're saying about your dad. I mean, he, that's just, that's absolutely heroic, you know? It's, yeah, but he, he, de- he deserved better. He should have been able to sleep at least six hours. That's what I'm saying. And that the fact that people defend that system and have the illusion that that's somehow right and fair. And the fact that if you don't do that, you're just a complainer and you're a moaner and all that stuff. I'm a moaner because I want to live a long, healthy life and see my family. Yeah, that, that type of shit is what put him in an early grave. Yeah. I mean, he was 67, but still. That's not old. No, not really. I mean, no. he's, I think he's the second oldest Underwood ever to live though, in our line. His, the first oldest is his brother who I don't know how that fucker lives. He should have died. He's a piece of shit. He's an asshole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> My dad would say the same thing. Um, no, and the the fact that you know Bush, and you know when he was in office, and Reagan, Reagan especially, Reagan said any kind of unionization is smacks of communism. It's like so it's communist to want to defend your rights as a worker. That makes you, you know, we we put food, we put you in office, we put food on your table, fucker. You know, and we're not allowed to to to. Make sure that companies, as they are want to do in a capitalist uh, society, who are going to try to milk every dollar they can out of you and abuse you because they're allowed to do that. They're encouraged to do that. That's just smart business. That is one thing I hate about America. I fucking hate it is the fact that if you fuck somebody to make a dollar, then it's just then you it's can just business. Yeah, it's just business. It's, not it's personal, nothing, man. nothing personal. Fuck that. That is the absolute worst. That is the worst thing you can say to me. I had I worked a job and. You know, it was said about the guy, well, that's the reason, you know, he has money here and not here because he pays people nothing and they keep wanting a job. I was like, that makes him a fucking asshole. That makes him a fucking greedy asshole. That's all it does. There is no excuse. There is no dequivocation. There is nothing that can make that all right. Dequivocation. Say that. What's that? It's like (laughs) waffling. Oh, I love waffles. And... <laughs> I might even have used it wrong, but I'm just saying. That's okay. We have the dumbest audience ever. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're going to look it up. <laughs> but they, they're just like me. They, you know, I, I don't, I don't get America anymore. I, I posted something about. Do you think we should take back America? 
<laughs> Take it back from who? That's, that's not, I don't you know, the that, darkies. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what that slogan means. Take back America. You're a bunch of fucking racists. Deal with it. You know you are. And they're snarky about it. They, they, see, that's that's the thing about the Republican Party. They're, they're cunning in that way. They may be stupid, but they're cunning enough to know. Cunting. Hey. Hey. They're, they're cunting enough to know <laughs> that if they come out and drop the end bomb on somebody, then that's, that's over the line. But you can do, you can do everything but, and it's just, I'm not a racist. They just replace nigger with thugs. Yeah, they do a lot. Or, um, youngsters. <laughs> <laughs> youngsters. <laughs> these youngsters. What are they, old man crab trees that are their fucking <laughs> uh, These youngsters. Were you boys whacking off in my <laughs> shed? That's that little bastard is whacking off in my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, but see, and that's like, okay, this will be on the segment tomorrow in my favorite things. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Ooh, a little preview. <laughs> Captain America and Superman. Captain America and Superman. I love those characters, and here's why. They are... You say this as you wear a Superman shirt. Yeah, well... <laughs> You're oft wearing a Superman <laughs> yeah, shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I am oft wearing... I mean, I like I like the artistry of it, too. I like the shield and all. It's the nice. I like it, too. It's done. You I'm know. not giving you shit. No, I know. Stop being a faggot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. No, um... Cap and Superman... And oh, Super- you're on first syllable basis yeah, with I Captain am. America. I am. Stevie. Stevie boy from Brooklyn. Um... They are awesome characters because they are what I think the pinnacle is what Americans should be. They are at once um, stoic in the face of danger, but also kind-hearted, uh, fearless, can be ruthless when, ha- when, when dealing with an enemy. White. Uh, well, <laughs> in this context... Well, they were created in the 40s, so... Well, yeah, but there was, you know, Marvel, Marvel actually did create a black Captain America called the Patriot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was a really fucking awesome character. And they should bring him back. But um, Maybe they brought back. They, there's the Iron Patriot. He's a yeah, black guy. Yeah, and the the dude in the new movie, the Eagle, uh, Red Falcon. Red Falcon. He's a black dude. Yeah, and he's and he's a really. And the, it keeps getting passed on the track. <laughs> that was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. On your left. On your left. I get it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, but those characters, Poor like black guy getting outrun by a big old white. Dude. Yeah, no, <laughs> this never happens. See, that's what, I mean, I, I like the fact that Chris Evans plays him because he plays him so well, but Captain America's a huge fucking dude, like, and he can move. I mean, he's the super soldier, so, but I like the thing I posted, it has a guy who's got the American flag tattooed on his face, and he's got a Vulcan pointed at him, and he's telling him, Captain America's telling him, he's like, isn't that what we fought for? A place of, a time of peace, where we can see our kids raised, where we can, you know, he said, this xenophobia that you have, he's, and it, it was revealed through this passage and you saw me post it. It's a beautiful piece of artwork. And he says, my people, the Irish, you know, came to this country and we were immigrants. He said, do you want to, he said, well, is that America to try to keep all these people out? Is that America to, and Superman's the same. Superman is a truth justice. He's a Kansas farm boy, but he believes in equality. He believes that all people are created equal. He believes in the spirit. That, that America is founded on. I love those characters for those reasons. Because to me, that is America. What's Mr. Magoo stands on all this? <laughs> he can't see anything, so it doesn't even matter. I don't see color. <laughs> I don't see much of anything. I want to know what uh, Quick Draw McGraw's uh, take on it is. What's Yosemite Sam's take? I bet it's really racist. <laughs> yeah, it is too. He, was, he, was, he was dressed like his Confederate soldier in one, uh, in one uh, cartoon that they don't show anymore. No, they don't show that anymore. No. You can probably find it on the YouTubes. Um, you know, but I don't think they should destroy those. No, there's there's talk been talk of been just, of destroying them. Like like the company wants the company wants to pretend it never happens. Like don't do that. You know, Mickey Mouse was racist when he when he first started and violent. Oh, one of the biggest funders of the Nazi Party was Walt Disney. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew know. he was a symp- sympathizer. If you don't know, now you know, no, nigga. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I can't say that. No, oh, come on. <laughs> yes, I can, and I'll say it again. <laughs> I think, I think you're allowed. I have express written permission from my blood friends <laughs> when I'm singing along with rap lyrics <laughs> that I'm allowed to say that. They need to make that card. Jesus Christ, my nigga. 
Mary, where's Mary Sue? <laughs> Spit those hot bars. Yeah. <laughs> Getting in there. I just can't believe that it's possible that, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, Ben Carson might end up being. Bald nigga. <laughs> ben Carson. What the fuck? <laughs> Be it all Asian. Um, I really think that we should remove all non-white people except for me from America. Because um, I'm really spiritually white, and I'm kind of like the character from the Boondocks who hates other black people and loves Ronald Reagan. And every time I have a daydream, I'm white in it with blue eyes. Motherfucker has a proverb spelled wrong on his wall, (laughs) carved into his motherfucking wall. He's a fucking idiot. Did you hear P. Diddy hit a motherfucker with a kettlebell? <laughs> P. Diddy hit a motherfucker with a kettlebell. But sex. <laughs> I know you're playing with the uh, P. Diddy hit a motherfucker a with a kettlebell. More. Can't touch this. <laughs> Can't touch this. You guys, P. Diddy hit a motherfucker <laughs> with a kettlebell. He's about to hit a motherfucker with a kettlebell. <laughs> then he's going to chase him around <laughs> the white room. He's going to chase him around. Let's see if we're on the same page with it. Yes! Yes! High five! Yakety sex! Stop being such a pussy! <laughs> No, there's there's that that happened, and you know we'll discuss that more at length in uh, PFR tomorrow. You're gonna have some friends on tomorrow. Gonna have a my buddy Adam Irvin and his buddy Brian Polish last name hmm. Matajuski. I don't know how to pronounce it. He's gonna, he's gonna he's not he's not gonna talk very much. He's gonna sit here and make sausages the whole time. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get invaded by Germany. <laughs> Only if it's under false pretenses. (laughs) No, I mean, I I like when we have guests. Um, These guys are veterans, too. Saw combat. I have no idea. I'm really not sure. I'm just curious. Not that that makes it any. We'll make them recount all their stories. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's a terrible thing to do. (laughs) Some people like talking about it, though. They do. Some people get that violence hard on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah! Some people loved it, man. Well, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that. No, I don't either, actually. Um, because you're, when you're over there, you're defending your friends. You're, you're, absolutely. Fighting, you're fighting for the guy beside you. It's yeah. just, it's, I, the political machinations are not important when it comes to, yeah, the, the, to the, to the guys yeah. and the girls. Yeah. You're there. And you're the dogs. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of dogs. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, like Vietnam, where, it's the dumbest war ever waged. A war waged for no reason, you know, um, other than the spread of, to stop the spread of communism. Are you fucking kidding me? It's an ideology. <laughs> or you gonna fight a war to stop a fucking ideology. You can't, yeah, you can't fight ideas really. You can, but you'll lose because the ideas take root. And especially if you make something, if you make, make them, a big wazoo make, about well, it. Well, if they make, if you make them oppose you, they're going to follow what you oppose. It's just like, uh, why is marijuana the the biggest selling plant on the planet? They because tell you they you tell can't you have can't it. have it, you exactly. fucking asshole. Why do all kids under twenty one want to fucking drink? Because they, they tell you you can't do it. Yeah, the 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 countries where drinking is a commonplace thing don't have large problems with drunkenness. No, it's just like so the fuck what? We're a nation full of children <laughs> who are denied everything. Yeah, you know heroin was brand was a brand. Mm-hmm. And it was a cough syrup in the late 1800s. Yeah, and was it one out of every five New Yorkers was a drug addict? Or one in three or something, something ridiculous like percentage? And it was extremely legal then. Yeah. And then they uh, and they said, hey, ugh. all these people are dropping the fuck dead. What is- <laughs> well, I, fi- I figure since it was legal and it was more a moderation type thing, people probably didn't drop dead as much. But Well, there was also, you know, with heroin you had things like laudanum and you had things like that would, you know. And they are effective painkillers, you know. Um, it's just, 
again, poverty. Poverty causes you to want to escape. And what better escape is than sitting there and not having to think about your problems. So an opiate is ideally suited. Oh, um, yeah. Weed is actually more ideally suited because it doesn't kill you. It's actually great for you. It's good for you. So I don't, you know, if I was an outside observer, say from another time or from another planet or even from another society, from a parallel dimension or something. Let's say you are Gary Shandling and what planet are you from? And every time you get a hard on your dick buses. That would be awesome. <laughs> that fucking dude, he, Chandling, some of the stuff he's done. So funny. Brutal. But um, he was good in I Iron Man. I like that movie. He was good in the Iron Man movies. He was good in that, yeah. yeah. Such an asshole. But um, no, the I would look at especially American society and honestly have a problem equating, like making uh, making sense of it. Because when you really take it at its face, it's like, okay, we have two substances here. Substance A um, causes early death. It causes violence. It causes, uh, it is. Uh, you could be talking about any number of things right now. Okay. You could be talking about alcohol, heroin, cocaine. I think alcohol is way worse than, than either of the latter two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. Because uh, anytime you want, you can just go to Rite Aid and get a get, gallon of it. Yeah, exactly. And either kill yourself or drink enough of it to where you're violent and beat the fuck out of somebody. Exactly. Or drive home and run over somebody in your car. Absolutely. And we have bars. We have plenty of establishments peddling it as if it's something great. And we have businesses trying to sell it to you as in, this is what we do for good times. Why, you know, why is that? And then you have substance B, which, <laughs> what drawback can you find from it? There is none. There is none. Really? Is there? No. I, and I'm asking you. I've done enough we, of it. To yeah, yeah, me too. Have I ever felt any drawback from mar- marijuana? Other than the fact that um, I'm not as productive that day, probably. You know, Sometimes I'm more productive. Well, it, it just depends on what kind of weed you get. Well, yeah, that's true, too. But I'm saying that, but on the whole... Taking a day and relaxing and smoking a little bit of marijuana and just watching TV and decompressing this awful society we've built for ourselves is a beautiful thing. And just watching that four-part Adventure Time special that they had last yeah. week. Hey, yeah, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, Finn. <laughs> oh, I noticed that uh, it's been a couple months since I've uh, partaken in any cannabis. Mm-hmm. Like, all my joints are hurting again. Yeah. Even my arthritis medicine isn't really helping. Yeah, but weed helps. Yeah, it does. It's a, it's a, it's a miracle. It's a one, it's a wonder plant. And the fact that we have that illegal and alcohol legal. Because it's so hard to make money off of it because we can just grow it. I, I don't. That's one of the reasons, but I mean. That's the reason I don't, I don't agree with capitalism really in, in hardly any way. I really don't. I think a lot of ways I do, but like, I don't know, man. Like China has that unfettered capitalism where let's say I open a business over there. It's Dutch's record store and it does really well. Somebody can open up the same store, call it the exact same thing right next door and undercut me by one cent. And I got, I can't do anything about it. There's yeah. no copyright. There's no infringement laws. Exactly. There. Like there's, well, like, that's in Japan too. I don't know if it's in Japan. Too. They don't have copyright laws. Oh, fuck. You can, you can literally like you can, you can, and we've, you know, talking about porn, we've, you can look up, there's all kinds of porn with characters from like Dragon Ball Z and stuff. Yeah. That you can do that. There is no copyright law. There's, we have that over here, like not Batman and Robin. Right. I'm sure they probably pay a licensing fee. Yeah. But I don't know. I've never seen anybody, I don't know anybody that's paid for porn. Yeah. Ever. I haven't. <laughs> Since the beginning of the internet. I've, yeah, porn is. I searched out and ruined computers. <laughs> Now you don't even get fucking, you don't even get vi- viruses. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. God, you could spend all day jerking off. And I do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, Dominican Parson. <laughs> Have you looked at, has she got anything new up? Nah. <clears throat> she really needs to make a hardcore. That would be <laughs> awesome. I don't think I could take it though. I'd just, I'd probably just. <laughs> I'd be just. Fucking yeah! <laughs> Woo! She's so fucking amazing. God, that woman is so beautiful. I'd actually get mad at her. Fuck you, lady! <laughs> <laughs> all I can do, Sarah, look at your ginormous ass and tits all day. That's all I can do. Thank you, but enough already. <laughs> 
quit running on the beach and your tits are just knocking themselves out of your top. Just slapping you around. That's fucking crazy. Slapping you around like a mean boyfriend. <laughs> God. What else has happened? Um, saw this. Uh, China has a machine that you stick your dick in and it'll uh, extract your semen from you. Basically, you fuck it. Okay. <laughs> I want one. It's it's like a it's Dutch. Like, uh, we've been down this road before. You know, this is just a floor version of the fleshlight. It really is. <laughs> but apparently, it does all the work for you and everything. There's no video of it now. They took it down. But um, I, they, I guess they have them at the donation clinics for people that have a hard time jerking off. Apparently, the Chinese have a hard time getting themselves off. Maybe their hands are too small or something. I don't know. They're a very repressed, look, looks, they're a very sexually repressed culture. Looks like a, a like a, a mailbox with a hole in it that you can just jam your dick in. And Why can't we just build that? <laughs> might be kind of might be better to have sex with a person. I don't know. Yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else is what else is going on? What's crack a lacking? Um, oh, there's a new series on Amazon called The Man in the High Castle. So Phil, it's based on Philip K. Dick. Yeah, the guy who wrote Blade Runner and Children of Men, and yeah, it's uh, it's about if the Nazis and the J- the Japanese won World War Two. Really? Yeah. What's it like? It's fucking good. All his stuff is great. Like, and I, but I read his I read his books. He's actually an idea guy. I think not so much. Uh, Blade Runner was originally called "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" and have you ever watched Blade Runner? I'm sure I have, but it's been so long. It's amazing. I don't remember it at it's, all. It's fucking amazing. Who's but, in that? Uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Rudger Hauer. That's uh, Harrison Ford is uh, Lando Calrissian, isn't he? I should punch you for that question. I wish you would. <laughs> I wish a motherfucker would. Um, no, they. Um, Damn, we're at by 33 now. Jesus Christ! Told you. Huggy Bear gave him the fucking earful, <laughs> didn't he? He the- flogged him. <laughs> No, um, his, his, Blade Runner is great. Okay. It, it's a, we'll just run down the, the plot real quick. He's a, his name's Decker and his job is to apply something called what they, which they did in X and, uh, Ex Machina. It's the, uh, you know, I rented that and it's on Prime and, uh, Netflix now. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks, three weeks after I rented it. Yeah. No, it's right. okay though. I enjoyed it. It's, it's amazing. It's really good. But the touring test. Yeah, he gives that to to people, and his job is to snip these androids who are coming from off world because they're forbidden to be on Earth after a lot of incidents have happened. Um, Fucking immigrants! It's it's yeah, it's kind of literally like a, illegal aliens. Yes, a, a morality play, and the end quote is Rudger Hauer. Rudger Hauer, you He's know, awesome. You ever seen dude, Kobo he does, with a shotgun? No, I, I I like him in certain things. I liked him in the Batman movies. I think he plays a very icy villain. You know, you should see Hobo with a shotgun. But in this, he's a he's a it's sim- exactly what it sounds like. That's awesome. <laughs> but in this, he's very he's he's at once violent and sympathetic, and because there is a protein they put in the androids. Yeah, I got some protein for him. <laughs> well, Daryl Han- Daryl Han was one of them. Hey, hey, but it kills him. Like, and there is no... I don't want to kill him after he let me fuck him. <laughs> God. He let me make a protein deposit in him. <laughs> hey, that's what we need to do. Have those. And, and, Give him a hot meat and, injection. In Chinese, uh, <laughs> Chinese hospitals. No, um, and Decker and him get in a fight, and Decker's just a man, and Rudger Howard is basically just toying with him, throwing him through walls and stuff. And at the end, he is, he says, he looks at, uh, Harrison Ford and says, uh, you know, I've seen spaceships on fire off the rings of Venus. I've seen all these things, and now they're just going to disappear like tears in the rain. And that's... <laughs> Couldn't help it. You are going to say something <laughs> profound and it deserved it, yeah. <laughs> but that's... And then he... There's a dove that flies away. And the symbolism. He, he in the end, found what it that's was. It's Ridley Scott, isn't it? Yeah. Ridley Scott's the producer of that show. Yeah, and he actually is going to make a sequel, from what I understand. Like, and he's, he did Prometheus. I don't know if you watched it. I haven't watched it yet. It's, oh man, I, you need to watch it. It's really good. Tell me what I need to do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I will watch it's it. It's strange. For some reason, I've just never seen it. It's, it's, it's a strange movie. It, it's like Alien in a lot of ways, but then it's not. Like it's, 
you know, it, remember Alien? You've seen Alien. Long time ago. Well, the, the ship they it. find that has the aliens in it, the, the, the egg sacs and all that stuff. They, you find out why that happened, how that happened. I hear you go back and if you watch old movies in HD, it fucks them bad. It's like, oh. Yeah. Aliens, they say if you watch that again in Blu-ray HD, it fucks it up. Because it depended on misdirection. It depended on it being fuzzy. The action was not where it was. You know what I mean? It's like, the, they say the suits are very apparent. Like the guys in the suits. There's only seven people in, in the alien suits and they're just, you know, but they, yeah, I, I like the way old movies are lit. I like, I like the film. I like the way they look. You know what I mean? It, I Apparently think that's what Abrams is doing with Star Wars. Everything's. Yes, he is. Everything's going to be. He's not going to do digital effects. Yeah. That's what, uh, Christopher Nolan does. Yeah. All the people that make movies that I like are the, the art house goons who have made themselves into great filmmakers. Christopher Nolan, dude. He makes the shit out of a movie. Fucking Inception, dude. Are you fucking it's shitting ridiculous. me? How, how good that movie is. Hans Zimmer. The fucking. Yeah. The, uh, the composer. Yeah. That, that, that music in that movie is at one time haunting and energizing and how do they do it? I don't, un, I don't understand how people that good at something are that good at it. You know what I mean? It's, it's obsession. It's, it is. It's like Frank Zane says, anything you want to be great at, got to be obsessed with it. Yeah. That's why so. I'm not good at anything. <laughs> I'm obsessed with lifting weights. It doesn't mean I'm good at it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, I'm good at jerking off. I'd say I'm a, in the, in the, in the running top 99 percentile. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that show, I mean, I've only watched two episodes of it, but it's, it's pretty fucking good. I think I'll check that out. Have they carved, have they turned on each other yet? Not in the first two episodes. Well, they're going they're, to. It seems like they're going That's to. That's going to. Yeah. I mean, because the world's not big enough for those two groups, you know. Yeah, it's like everything's split between the Japs, the Japanese, yeah. and, the, uh, and the Nazis. But Hitler seems to have more control. But in the in a, any protracted timeline, um, any long enough timeline, the, the Nazis still lose. There's no way they could have won, you know, because they just didn't have enough resources. And they wanted too much control. Yeah. I mean... They sped their defeat by going in, into Russia. You can't win in Russia. You can't. There's too much, there's too much land. There's and too You m- don't know that land. And they no. do. They're used to it. Yeah. And they're winters. Their <laughs> they winters five are year winters. so five year winters. <laughs> that one. Uh, that's from Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, actually, you think, see the new Game of Thrones shit they're putting out? Yeah. They I put, put Jon Snow I, on the, on one of the posters. Yeah. But it's him bleeding. I mean, it could mean anything. But he's awake. I think they did that because they were going to lose a lot of viewers. If John Snow coming back, yeah, he's coming back. Just like uh, The Walking Dead this week. Can I throw a major spoiler out there for everybody who listens to the show? Do you know who's playing somebody or something? Well, I, I, uh, that not just that, but John Snow's real parentage. Who, whose oh, parents you, you really think are. he's a uh, Targaryen? He is a Targaryen. There's no doubt. He's, uh, he's Daenerys' cousin or something. Yeah, he's. Let's see, Rhaegar was Daenerys. Does he have any relation to Hagar the Horrible? I love that comic strip. <laughs> I don't. Actually. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> There's only one comic strip, Calvin and Hobbes. But, um. It's gonna sit, sit there and shit on peanuts, are you? Uh, well, I take that back. Peanuts is good too. I actually like zits too. Zits is good. I like, uh, Farside. Get fuzzy. Get fuzzy. I gotta, I gotta take back that statement. I'm retracting that statement yeah. formally. I know you would. Um, no, uh. Strike that from the record. I think Ian, Ian McShane is coming. Yeah, he's pretty badass. And I, I think he's, him, but I, I think he's, he's playing, he played Blackbeard in the newest, uh, Ironically, play Blackbeard in the newest uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Never movie. Never seen the Pirates of the Caribbean because he's playing one of the Greyjoys. He's playing uh, Theon, who got cut up and got his dick cut off. He's playing his uncle named Euron Crozai. Theon, he's the guy that ended up being like the servant for that shitty fuck cunty dude that yes. raped uh, what's her face? Ramsey Snow, Ramsey Bolton. Yeah, yeah, fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. dude, it's fucking that's brutal shit. He'll, hey, he'll get his. Oh, he better get his. Oh, he will. I mean, not coming back till April. I know. And it's um, but. Uh, yeah, I think Ian McShane is playing Euron Crow's Eye, or Euron, which is his, because he had one of his eyes plucked out. And, um, he's pretty fucking ruthless. And he's gonna, and he wants to take Westeros himself. He wants the Iron Islanders to, to start taking Westeros. And he actually has a good plan, and he's actually ruthless enough to get it done. But, get her done. <laughs> but Jon Snow, his parents, as we all believe, people have been reading them for, 20 years, 20 plus years now. Um, he is Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark's son. Ned's sister. 
So he's still a bastard, but no, he's not. That if you're born, well, yes, technically they weren't married. So, uh, but a lordly bastard is a lordly bastard. It's true. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, there was a group of Targaryens who were bastards. They were kind of, I know this is boring, but it's called the Blackfires, and they were actually bastards of the Targaryens and had their own dynasty basically themselves. So, I'll try to take the throne. But Jon Snow is, he's, I'm sure he's a Targaryen. And you know who else I think is a Targaryen? This is the theory that I have. Varys. Varys has, has got to be a Targaryen. Which one's that? He's the eunuch with the bald head. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. That cunt. I fucking love him, dude. He's, he's awesome. I never know what to think about him. He is one of the only people in the show who is working for the good of the realm. When he, when Ned asks him, he's just like, no quit, no tricks, no, no waffling. What do you really want? I love waffles. <laughs> Waffle stompers. <laughs> what do you really want? And he's like, peace for the realm. You know, we need to have it. And they want, and he wants Targaryen. He wants Daenerys to come back and rule because she's the best one. She's the one most suited for the throne. She's a pretty good ruler. She is. She's brutal when she has to be. She's kind hearted. Hot when, as shit. Hot as fuck. God Way hotter as a brunette. Damn. Way hotter as a brunette. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Mm. Amelia Clark. Dutch! No. Oh. oh, Lord. Dutch! I guess you better, oh! I guess you better finish. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there was a big hubbub about uh, um, Walking Dead over the past month because one of the main characters uh, got in a spot where everybody thought he could have died. Glenn? Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, there's no way he fucking died that way. And guess what? He didn't fucking die that way. He did whatever everybody with any sense thought he did. He climbed under the dumpster. And <laughs> then the zombies got distracted and walked away. <laughs> You're not going to kill him that way. Plus, in the comics, he has a an epic way he gets killed. That's how he's going to die. And you don't kill off main characters like that. So you think, but... They've already cast the guy that's going to kill him. Okay. I think he was in uh, The Watchmen. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Harry Dean Stanton, three names. Jackie Earl Haley. No, that'd be awesome though. It's not him. It's that not, would be great. I think he's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Creepy. He is. That dude is creepy. He's never not been creepy. Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Okay. You you know who he is? I think he plays the Negan. Can't find a fucking picture of him though. Well, they, you can change, like they changed, uh, they killed off Sir Barristan in Game of Thrones. And he's still alive in the book. Like he's getting ready to, uh, lead a bunch of, like, young guy, young guys he's trained out to fight the, you know, to fight all these people. You knew that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's actually interchangeable. Him and Javier Bardem look almost exactly alike. Both very handsome. Yeah. Like ridiculously, so. I'd let them have me if they wanted. <laughs> You'd be a bear. <laughs> I'd be their power bottom. <laughs> but um, ching. <laughs> what? But um, ching. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well timed, sir. <laughs> no, but they. Uh, My comedic timing is on fleek. <laughs> it See, it's very on fleek. <laughs> I want to kill myself. What else? Uh, where were we going? I was just saying that, uh, you know, that these shows and, you know, there are, I love where TV's gone with this. You know, it's, I can't wait until, uh, everything's a la carte. You don't have to pay for a cable subscription and mm-hmm. everything goes through your Xbox or whatever your device is that you want to hook up to your TV. Yeah. It's going to happen soon. They're already testing it. On PlayStation. Yeah. It's going to be real neat. I love PlayStation. PS4 is one of the greatest things ever made. It's got the best, uh, I mean, I haven't messed with Xbox One, but PS4 has the the best uh, interface that I've seen so far. Yeah, definitely. As far as being user-friendly. PS3 was kind of horse shit. I, I liked it. I didn't have one, though, so. I gave, I mine, to to, I gave mine to Annie. She, she loves it. I isn't, gave, isn't that sweet? Well, I gave her... I wanted her to play uh, 
Bioshock and things like that, you know. It's real violent games. <laughs> they are violent. I'm not pretending, but they are so also driven by story. Yeah, they don't. Uh, Morality plays, you know. There's never been any uh, evidence that playing violent video games makes one violent. No. All the violent streaks are in people no matter what. Yeah, you're, you're going to be violent no matter what. Yeah. yeah so. What do you think we call this and quits? I think we should. Say goodbye. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed episode 10 of the, of the fun employment files. If you didn't, you know what? We're not even fucking trying. Go fuck yourself. We don't even give a fuck about this. <laughs> we don't even like you people. You people. Are you going to play us out? Yeah. Neato torpedo. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear what gem you pick. Uh. All right, guys. Wait a second. It's getting a kick in. See you on Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving.